Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Code. Dr. Andrew here with Physio Room. And again, like I tell you on every episode, I really appreciate all of you guys that are taking the time to tune into this, to listen to this, to watch this, however you're consuming this podcast. Appreciate you being here because you know that's why we do it, hopefully to get some value to you guys and um, just really appreciate your time tuning in. So what we're going to talk about on today's episode is the topic of nutrition. Okay, so a couple months ago, I had the pleasure to attend. It was basically a discussion. There's a there's a gym here in town in the Denver area called V23. It's a functional fitness, CrossFit, strongman, like heavy weightlifting gym. They do a bunch of stuff. I mean, the um, the coaches there are phenomenal. Their owner does a little bit of everything. He lifts heavy. He does a bunch of cardio. He recently did a paddleboarding event. Um, you know outside the coast of Florida, like 80 miles across the ocean. It's, it's really quite impressive um, what they've got going on there at V23. And one of the things that they do is, um, you know, they host talks or seminars or discussions, get a bunch of people together to sort of talk shop on a particular topic. And, um, and I was able to attend one and the topic was on nutrition and basically like, where should we spend our our focus, where should our time be spent and what should our focus be spent on? If we are trying to like optimize our nutrition, what are the highlights that we're going to pay attention to that you should pay attention to? And, um, and that's what we're going to talk about on this show. Now back to that gym, we're going to hopefully have the owners of, of that gym on, uh, on this podcast at some point. So stay tuned for that. And we'll definitely let you know when, when that, uh, arises and comes out as soon as we can get that scheduled, but let's talk about the code to nutrition. Right. So I don't think it's a shock to anybody that what we put in our bodies, what we put in our mouths is extremely important in ultimately determining or dictating what we can expect from our body, whether that's from a performance standpoint or just how you feel, um, you know, what type of energy levels you have, how your skin feels, your nails, your hair, um, everything right is going to be impacted by what we put in our body. But there's obviously so many things that we talk about in terms of like health and wellness, like we've talked about on this show, things like sleep, things like movement and exercise. Of course, the nutrition, our relationships in the community that you, you know, you spend your time around, how you handle stress, how you manage your stress, how much stress are you under, you know, hydration, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many things that are going to impact how we feel how we do, how we perform, all this stuff. But today we're going to talk about nutrition. And when we focus on nutrition, you know, what does that mean? There's so many different, like, you know, I don't like to use the term diet, but I use the term diet here in the context of like your lifestyle. There's so many different diets, different ways to go about eating that people subscribe to. You know, what's popular right now in the media is to have a carnivore diet or, you know, eat a lot of meat and protein without much like vegetables, 
what's also really popular and a buzzword right now is you see labels everywhere about things being plant-based, right? Um, being vegan, being pescatarian, eating paleo, eating ketogenic, um, you know, having meal replacement shakes. There's like a bunch of different ways that you could go about this. I've had the opportunity to try a couple different of these, you know, nutrition plans, if you will. Um, but let's set all those aside for just a minute. And let's talk about the five items that when we had this discussion a couple months ago at that gym, what did we boil it down to is most important, right? What did we boil down regardless of what type of diet plan you want to subscribe to? Like what is important for health and function and longevity of our body? What's going to make you feel good under most circumstances? Of course, everyone is just a little bit different. And if you know you've been prescribed something by, say, a uh, functional medicine doctor or a naturopath or something like, definitely defer to your medical advice that you've gotten from whatever provider you have a good relationship with. But let's start going through these items, and you know this should apply generally to almost any type of one of those diets that we were talking about, whether it's paleo or whether it's vegan or or whatever it is. How can we sustain our body? in an optimal way. Let's start going through it. What's going on code listeners, Dr. Andrew fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at element element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Element's offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. So first and foremost, number one, you need to try and prioritize eating real food, right? Eating real, whole, natural foods. So what does that mean? Preferably, the fewer things come out of a package, the better off you're going to be, right? Eating things that have very small ingredient lists on the label, right? Like take a banana, for example. Well, what's the ingredient? A banana right? There's not a list of 17 different words that you can't pronounce, things that were made in a laboratory. It's just a piece of fruit that you're going to eat. Or, you know, say you're eating some meat. Well, what, what's the ingredient? Meat, cow, pork, beef, like whatever it is. It's, you know, there's not a bunch of different things on the label that are not real, whole, natural things. So no matter what type of diet plan you subscribe to, no matter what person you listen to, that is almost always one of the recommendations that's given. And it's probably the first one, like eat real food. And generally you're going to feel better because that stuff is natural. It's been around for many, many, many years. So that's what we've got to prioritize first and foremost, no matter what else you want to do. Okay. So if you're accomplishing that, secondly, where are you getting your protein sources and how much protein are you consuming? So protein is number two, right? Whether you're talking about maintaining a certain body composition, a certain aesthetic and looking a certain way, 
whether you're talking about maintaining strength, whether you're talking about preventing decline as you age and preventing muscle loss, sarcopenia as we age, protein is extremely important for all of these things. Protein is extremely important for satisfying or satiating us from a appetite standpoint. Protein digests a little bit slower in our system and it's going to make you feel more full for longer. One of the other things about protein, as far as, you know, we're on the topic of body composition, protein is going to help you maintain your level of muscle mass or potentially build muscle mass on your body. Now that doesn't necessarily mean we're getting big and bulky or anything like that. I hear a lot of people say, well, if I eat too much protein, I'm going to get too bulky. If I lift too many weights, I'm going to get too bulky. Maybe we'll do another episode on that, but that's just simply not true. You physically cannot get big and bulky unless you are eating in a calorie surplus and you are putting on a lot of weight and doing the necessary strength training and recovery things in order to make that accomplish lifting weights and eating protein is not going to correlate necessarily to you getting bulky. There's a lot that goes into that. So don't be concerned about that, but having a little bit more lean muscle mass on your frame is going to ramp up your metabolic rate. Your body is going to burn more calories because muscle, the way we like to say it is muscle tissue is more expensive to our body than adipose tissue, than fat tissue. So it burns more calories to have more muscle on your frame than to not have more muscle on your frame. And for most people who are exercising, who are talking about different diets and things, you know, at the end of the day, body composition and wanting to look and feel a certain way usually is part of that conversation. That's probably half the reason that a lot of people lift weights in the first place is because they want to look a certain way or they want to feel a certain way or be able to perform a certain way. There's not very many other reasons to, to, to exercise. Those are, those are some of the highlights. So protein is going to help you accomplish that. It's going to help you burn more calories. So where are you getting your protein from? How much are you eating? A very general recommendation that gets given out there, which is much, much higher than the RDA by the Food and Drug Administration. What we like to suggest to people is approximately, if you're exercising one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Now that might seem like a lot. And if you're not close to that right now, you need to, first and foremost, we need to kind of like track your food, track your macronutrients for a, a couple of days or a week to see where you're at. And then we can make recommendations for you based on that but approximately one gram per pound of lean body mass, uh, per pound of body mass. Or if you really want to get specific, we can, you know, go through some testing to see what is your lean body mass compared to your fat mass in your body and your water weight and stuff. And then maybe we make it based on your lean body mass, but you know, I weigh approximately 185 pounds. I try to consume close to that amount of protein on a daily basis, at least 150, something that's going to help you know, help me make sure that I'm maintaining the muscle that I have, that I want to. One of the other things about kind of structuring your macronutrients around protein and having protein be the thing that you pay attention to, in, not instead of, but prior to paying attention to the fat and the carbohydrates is if you're eating an adequate amount of protein, it is very challenging. It's not impossible, but it's more challenging for you to overeat on the other things, on the processed carbs, on the fat, because your body's going to be full. Your appetite's going to be full and satisfied from the protein that you're consuming, especially if you're getting that from good sources, right? So I don't recommend probably no 
nobody who knows anything about nutrition would recommend that you get all of your protein through synthetic like powders and stuff. Now there's a time and a place for those things. I take a protein supplement because it helps me accomplish that number that I was just telling you about. But preferably you want to get your protein through what we said in number one, through real food, if you can, right? If your diet and your, your body allows you to do that. So whether that's through meat or whether that's through eggs or whether that's through, you know, potentially some whole dairy sources, things that are not highly processed, um, those are going to have what's called a higher bioavailability, meaning that your body is going to be able to utilize the nutrients from that food more effectively than something that was built in a laboratory or made in a laboratory, right? Now, everybody has different intolerances or tolerances to certain foods. Of course, you have to do what works for you, but we would recommend when possible, the better the source, whether this was say we're eating meat, this ideally would be like a pasture raised grass fed situation. But even if it's not, you know, we still want you to be consuming your protein so that you can work that into your nutrition and help you reach the goals that you're trying to get. If you have any questions on that, we could talk all day kind of about that topic. So um, please fire them away. Um, you know, we're open to everyone's ideas here. So we're not saying one diet is better than another on this show. What we're doing is we are challenging our thought processes and we are, you know, we're making recommendations for, for people so that they can accomplish the things that they want to do. So after you eat real food, after you dial in your protein, one of the other more important things is decreasing or trying to virtually eliminate processed sugar that you are consuming, right? Think of things like donuts and candies and cookies and stuff that generally like comes in a package or has a lot of processing that goes into it and a lot of processed or added sugar. Think of things like, you know, syrups or cereals, like things that have a bunch of added sugar to it. That's not natural to the food itself. It gets added in for flavoring and for taste because sugar is addictive and then you eat it and you want more of it. Sugar is not good for us, especially when it's added to foods. Now, if you eat some honey or you eat a piece of fruit that has sugar that's naturally occurring in it, that is not the same thing that we're talking about with added sugars, right? It is not, you know, going to have the same negative effects on your body to eat an apple that has some sugar as it is to eat a bowl of, you know, there's 40, 40 grams of added sugar to say a Coca-Cola or something like that. These are not the same thing. So trying to decrease or eliminate the processed sugar, I don't like to make guarantees, but I could almost guarantee you that if you go through a period of time where you eliminate those added sugars from your diet, I would be absolutely floored if you don't feel better, right? And this is something that I'm still working on. Um, it's challenging. It's challenging, you guys. So many things have that in there. So it's, you gotta be on the lookout for, for what you're eating, you know, what it says on the label, what's added, what's not. But if you can do that from your diet and decrease the processed sugar, man, you're going to feel better and you're going to have less inflammation in your body. You're going to likely start to sleep better. You're going to notice energy improvements, all of the things that, that we want. Okay. So number four, we want to encourage what we call mindful eating, right? Mindful eating means that you're not just sitting in front of the TV stuff in your hand in and out of the, the bag of chips or in and out of the package. And you're just eating away because you're bored because you're watching a show or a game, but you're actually like 
taking the time to eat, enjoy that time that you're eating and be mindful of, you know, when are you starting to get full? What we recommend is eating until you're satisfied, not until you're full. Cause there's a slight, a slight delay in when we put food into our mouth, we chew it, we, uh, it gets down into our stomach. There's a slight delay in when your brain processes and tells you that, okay, I am full. So a lot of times, if you just eat until you're satisfied, wait 15, 20 minutes, you're going to be full. And, and that delay is going to happen. But if you eat until you are already full, what most of us have probably experienced in the past is then you feel stuffed. Like you've ever been to a buffet and you've eaten to the point where you're like, I can't even look at another piece of food. And then you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so full. One of the times that I remember in my life that this happened to me the most was I did one of those like eating challenges, right? And what I ate, you know, it wasn't necessarily bad stuff. It was a huge breakfast. It wasn't like, you know, a bunch of dessert or anything. There was a massive breakfast at this uh, restaurant and I had 45 minutes to complete this eating challenge. And it was like pounds of food. It was like eggs and meats and cheeses and potatoes. And it was just so much food, <clears throat> excuse me. And I, um, man, you guys, I ate so fast for like 30 minutes and I was just absolutely stuffed. I finished like three quarters of this, uh, of this meal and I could not complete the challenge. I did not win the t-shirt. I did not get my food paid for. I had to pay for it. And, um, I was so full for the rest of the day. I mean, I was not hungry for lunch. I was not hungry for dinner. I just way overstuffed myself. So if you are mindful when you're eating, one, you'll enjoy food more because it'll actually be like, you know, a time for you to sit down, put away some of the distractions, not be scrolling on Instagram the whole time and just eat until you're satisfied, not until you're overly full. You're going to feel so much better. And at the end of the day, you're going to not overconsume calories that you don't necessarily need. Your body's going to give you the cues that are appropriate. And then lastly, let's just slightly touch on hydration. There's so much hidden calories and hidden added sugars, like we talked about in number three, in a lot of the fluids that we drink in society, sodas, juices, Gatorades, you know, so if you subscribe to number five, drink mostly water, you're going to be in a good, better off position. General recommendations that we give to people from a hydration standpoint is you want to consume half of your body weight in ounces per day. So however many pounds you weigh, if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to want to consume approximately hundred ounces of water in a given day. Now, if you're not, this is the recommendation I give to clients. If you are not close to that right now, don't try and accomplish that tomorrow, right? If say you're only drinking 50 ounces of water and you weigh 200 pounds, I don't want you to try and wake up tomorrow and drink a hundred ounces of water because that's going to be such a shock to your system. It's going to feel like you're drinking a ton, but we want to slowly, gradually try to creep up to that number. So what I usually recommend is let's go in more bite-sized increments. If you're doing 50, let's maybe try to get to 65 and do that for a few days. And then when that starts to become your new norm, great, let's try and get up to 80. And then when that starts to be your new norm, maybe we then go try to accomplish that hundred and make it more achievable. And don't try to make this like double 50 to hundred jump. That's really hard. 
Now, when you're exercising or when you live out here in Colorado, where it's really dry and you're sweating and you're losing a lot of water, we want to replace that. We want to replace that with an uh, electrolyte supplement. If possible, you're going to feel the difference there. If you're just drinking water compared to drinking something that has electrolytes into it, as you guys know, on this show, one of my favorites is element LMNT. but when you're replacing sweat loss, you got to replace it just a little bit more than what you sweat out. So if you sweat out a pound, like say you weigh yourself, you exercise, and then you weigh yourself again, and you've sweat a pound, you need to replace that with approximately 20 ounces of fluid because every ounce that you drink back, you're not going to absorb all of it. You're going to excrete some of that, you know, when you use the restroom. So replace that with just a little bit more than what you sweat out and, uh, and you'll be in a good place. Okay. So let's rattle through this list one more time. Five areas that you can kind of highlight or put your focus on as far as nutrition is concerned. And, you know, hopefully this episode doesn't ruffle anyone's feathers or anything like that. What we're trying to do is, um, you know, communicate with as many people as possible and be able to have a discussion and be open to a lot of different people's viewpoints and inputs. So I would love to have a discussion with anybody about any of these things, whether you agree, disagree, um, you know, let's, let's talk shop about it. These five items may not be the same in a year. We're going to learn things and we're going to go from there and we're going to change our thoughts based on new information that becomes available to us. But I really like the list from this discussion we had in that gym a few months ago. So number one, eat real food, you guys. Eat real food, shop the perimeter of the grocery stores or the farmer's markets or wherever you're going. Like, Try to eat real food as much as you can. Pay attention to your protein. Approximately one gram per pound of body weight, generally speaking, and try to get good sources when you can. You know, if your budget allows, if your accessibility allows, try to get good sources of protein, pasture raised, grass fed. If you're taking a supplement, you know, there are better ones out there than others. Don't don't always just go with the cheapest option. If your budget can allow, your body's gonna thank you for it. Right. And if the budget is a barrier, well. We have a couple strategies for you. Let us know if you have any questions, okay? Because, you know, these issues happen. Um, number three, eliminate or try to really decrease the processed and added sugar that you're consuming through the food and drinks that you're having, right? Get rid of that stuff. It's not good for us. It keeps you coming back for more. And um, I think we all know that. Number four, be mindful when you're eating and eat until you're satisfied, not really full right? Eat until you're satisfied, not really full, and you will feel so much better and your body will thank you for it. And then lastly, drink mostly water, right? Half of your body weight in ounces is the general recommendation. Of course, that's a little bit of variability for everybody, depending on your unique situation, as far as any medical things going on, what your fitness and lifestyle is like, we may have to change that just a little bit and make sure we're replacing any sweat that you're having. But if you follow these things, if you're not already I would be absolutely shocked if you don't start to feel better, if your body doesn't thank you for it, if your energy level, your sleep, all these things don't see a little tick in the right direction, moving that needle just a little bit forward. If you're already doing a lot of these things, we would love to know how it's working for you, right? I would love to know if you found a diet plan or a lifestyle plan that is like working so well for you, we would love to hear what you're doing so that we can maybe take some of those things and implement it with ourselves or with other people so that we too could feel as good as you are. If you're thriving, we want to know about it. All right, you guys, 
Again, thank you so much. Tuning into the code, listen to me talk about nutrition. You know, I get a little bit passionate about this. I definitely don't do everything perfect. I've got areas that I can improve and, um, and having this podcast allows me the opportunity to sort of like voice those things to you guys and hold me a little bit accountable to doing that. So I appreciate your time. We hope to see you and hear you uh, tuning in next time on the code. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.